Hey, welcome to the Abundant as Fuck podcast. I'm mindset and business coach, Kylie Claiborne, and I'm here to share with you weekly doses of mindset, money, and manifestation tools so you can create an abundant life and business that you love. I'm so excited you're here. Let's do this. Hey, hey, friend. How are you today? I hope that whenever and wherever you're listening to this episode that you're doing amazing. I'm doing great and I'm really excited about talking with you about failure, talking to you (laughs) about failure, how to fail and land on your feet, how to be someone who is failure resilient. That's what we say in my house. And how to think about failure in a whole new way and maybe in a new way that you've never even thought of. And my goal is to help you shift from this place of feeling like failure is something you want to avoid, something you don't want to experience, to something that you learn from, something that you feel totally fine experiencing and processing and working through. And not making it mean something that doesn't belong, but making it mean that it's just a necessary part of you showing up in new ways, of you growing your business in new ways, of you shifting your self-concept in new ways. That is really my goal to help you with that by the end of this episode. All right? So there's a lot there. This is a juicy episode, and I'm excited to get into it. Most of the people that I talk to, most of my clients, most of the women that I get on the phone with, either on a mini session or just, I don't know, out in life, sometimes I get stopped at like my kid's baseball game. (laughs) When people find out what I do, they're like, oh, and they'll start asking me questions. And a lot of what I hear them say is that they are afraid to fail, that they're scared of failure. And a lot of my clients come to me with this type of thinking too. And it's no surprise to me. I certainly had this as well in the beginning, and I certainly still experience failure and will 100% continue to experience it. But my mindset around it has changed dramatically. This is part of the process. Part of, you know, helping people grow is shifting their mindset around things like failure. Because if you can experience failure, process your feelings around it, And start to think of it as a necessary part, even a vital part of you growing your business and your mind, I promise you, absolutely everything will change. You will become invincible because most of us walk around not wanting to feel it. And so when we don't want to feel something, we start to craft our lives around not wanting to feel whatever that thing is. And the more we start to do that, the more we start to kind of crowd ourselves in a corner. And that's what I hear from like people that I talk to and women that I got on mini sessions with and my clients. It's like we start to craft our lives around not wanting to feel failure, not wanting to feel inadequate, not wanting to feel less than. And we start to box ourselves in. And then what happens, what I notice is the internal voice becomes so loud. The internal nudge and the calling that we have whatever that may be, starts to really get loud. And for some of us, I'm raising my hand here, it gets so loud that we start to risk externally, right? We start to step out and risk failing 
because the volume of that internal dialogue is so loud and is so ready to like go after what it is, create the growth, just do something new. And what I see so much of the time is when women come to work with me, they are in this like push-pull with themselves where they're in this kind of stuck place of like, I really want to grow. I really want to build this business. I really want to make this money. Here's why. And I'm terrified. I'm totally scared to fail, right? I'm totally avoiding the feelings of failure, which I totally understand because culturally, we aren't really brought up to fail forward. We're not really brought up to think of failure as this good thing, as this thing to even learn from. I mean, just recently, I've started to hear more of this, like when my boys come home from school, I'll start to hear kind of like sprinkling little sprinkles of this kind of more growth mindset around failing. But it's still very premature, I think, in our school system in the way that we're teaching kids. And I'm not going to get into that debate, but I'm just saying most of us, most of you that are listening to this podcast, getting an F was awful, right? That was like absolutely something you wanted to avoid at all costs. It was all about getting the A. That's how we've been conditioned. I mean, it's completely normal that this is something we would absolutely avoid when we're starting to grow our businesses in our lives and step out in new ways and show up in a different sort of way and shift our self-concept a little bit more toward where we want to go. It makes so much sense that we would be terrified of this. And for most of us, failing, it's kind of a mixed bag of a word. I think for a lot of women, failing feels like not having the approval of others. So like people-pleasing behaviors come in, right? That's very triggering. It feels like a fail, right? If everybody isn't supporting us in the way that we want, if we're not getting the likes and we're not getting the comments and whatever, that feels like a fail. And then for some of us, not making the money, that feels like a fail. It's kind of an overarching word, basically, is what I'm saying, for a lot of different feelings and a lot of different outcomes. So let's talk about what's happening in your brain and why you might be avoiding failure where you are right now. If you're in this place of like, yeah, that's me. Let's talk about what's going on in your brain. And y'all know I love to talk about the way our brains work and the, the primal things that we're hardwired as human beings that are just like, this is just a part of who we are, right? We are hardwired to belong. We are hardwired for safety and comfort, right? Our whole world is designed to make us comfortable. We are like comfort junkies, aren't we? Our brains are wired to keep us safe and to be efficient, which is why you'll sometimes get stuck in thought loops, right? It's trying to be efficient. It's why sometimes maybe you take the easy road because your brain's trying to be efficient instead of trying something different. So those are just things that are hardwired for us. When we start to grow, when we start to step out and do new things and risk failing, it really feels triggering for us. It really feels like for some of us, like we might die. Like everybody, nobody's going to love us anymore. Like all of the mind drama comes in. And I get it. (laughs) I get it. But your job is to override some of those primal things that your brain is going to bring up for you. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you do that today because truly the goal isn't to not feel it. It really, really isn't. 
Because when we're afraid to feel it, again, it's going to keep us small. It's going to keep us like crowding ourselves smaller and smaller into a corner. We, we design our lives around not feeling certain feelings, right? We, we design our life and our business around not failing. And then what starts to happen is it starts to get very small and we start to feel small. And our internal voice starts to get very, very loud. And for some of us, it gets super loud, so loud that we start to step out externally and risk failing because we can no longer take that loud internal voice that's aching to grow, that's aching to to do something more, that's aching to be unapologetic in the things that we truly, truly want. And so we start to risk it externally. But when I talk to women, like I was saying in the beginning, they are stuck in this place a lot of the time of like, I'm so scared. I want this. I want to hit this goal. I want to make this money. I want to grow my business. And there's this other side of where I'm scared. I'm totally terrified. This was me for the longest, longest time. In fact, so much so that I would do what I, what, what's called failing ahead of time. So I would just kind of play down. I would procrastinate. There were all kinds of like protective patterns that I had around this to keep me safe. And you may hear a little bit in that too, like, oh, that may be <laughs> this way of like procrastinating and like not going all in. That was another one that took me a while to undo. And I still have to address it. Like not going all in on an offer, not going all in on something that I'm trying to create. And we think in our brain that like, oh, that's protecting me from feeling the feelings of failure when really here's the shift that it's just, it's failing ahead of time. That was so like blow my brain crazy for me when I finally got that shift. It's like, oh, okay, I can see that my fear of failing is keeping me from going all in, taking all the action that I can to make this happen, to make it inevitable. And by doing that, by not going all in, it's giving me this this result, which is just failing ahead of time. I've just pre-decided, right, that it's not going to work. And so the result is it's not going to work. <laughs> it's just so crazy when you think about it. I will never forget when I finally figured out that that's what was happening. I got coached on that a lot, just so you know, over and over again. But the reason why we don't want to feel failure is because of what we make it mean about us. So I want you to think about for a moment, this is super important. What do you make failure mean? What does failing mean? Are you making it mean that you suck, that you're not good enough, that you're, you've never been able to do it? Like, tell me, think about, I, w- I wanted to say tell me, which <laughs> I wish you were here. So you, I wish you could tell me, send me a DM and tell me, but like, think about what it is you're making failure mean. Because if you are personalizing it, if you are making it mean, a whole lot of things about you, which no doubt you are if you feel crappy about it, then no wonder you're going to avoid experiencing it, right? No wonder you're going to avoid wanting to move through it and process it and put yourself out there. But what if it didn't mean any of those things? What if it wasn't personal? What if failing 
was just a way that you learned one way that it didn't work, right? You tried something five times and you figured out one time that it worked. The five times, you know, five ways that it didn't work, one way that it worked. That is the beauty of failure is learning. And my motto really is, I'm either learning or growing. And that is just a conscious decision that I make because I fail at a lot of things. I win at some things too, but I fail at a lot of things. And being an entrepreneur, that is just part of it. And I process some of the feelings of frustration and sadness and all of that stuff that comes with it. I have stopped feeling like it doesn't belong. It is absolutely a necessary part of this. And when I don't make it mean something about me, everything changes. It has nothing to do with your self-worth. It has nothing to do with any of that. And so taking you out of it and stop personalizing it will help you so much. Because I learned this the other day too, and I heard it from another podcast and I, I cannot remember which one, so I'm sorry, but I heard that NASA actually plans for failure. They actually plan to fail. And I'm like, hell, y'all, if it's good enough for NASA, I think it's good enough for us. If NASA's planning for failure, I think we can plan for failure too. I think we can decide that it's going to happen and that it's okay. And we actually get to decide how we want to feel about it. Right? But we don't want to feel it, most of us, because of what we're making it mean. Failing a lot of the time when you're in your business, there could be so many reasons, right? It can be the wrong client. It can be the wrong price. It can be the wrong offer. There can be a few reasons why that could happen. When I do fail, when there is something that I'm like, oh, that didn't really turn out exactly how I wanted it to, there is an evaluation process that is super helpful. And I'm going to share it with you today. And actually, this isn't something that you want to just use on maybe some of your fails, but something that you can use even monthly to evaluate what you're doing and what's working, what's not working. My clients and I do so many evaluations. It's crazy because you have to be looking at what's working, what's not working, what I would do differently. What do I want to change? What do I want to shift? Those are the three big questions. What worked? What didn't work? What would I do differently? Because if you're not kind of gathering that information and looking at those pieces, you're not going to know. You're just going to kind of keep going and keep going. And you're never going to, you're not pausing to take a look at like, okay, what's really working here? What did I learn from this fail? What am I going to do differently next time? I recently did this actually. Um, I, did a, <laughs> I did a post-evaluation on a tough conversation that I had to have with a family member. And it was so interesting to use it in this way because it was a hard conversation that needed to happen, but it took me processing the emotions of what I was feeling first. And then I was able to kind of step back and do an evaluation. And I have to say, it was really helpful for me, right? For me to get some awareness on around how I'm communicating. Did I say this in the way that I wanted to say it? What could I have done better? What would I change? 
right? And and using it, which this conversation didn't start out tough, kind of shifted into tough. And in the moment, it did feel like a little bit of a fail. But I took it and I transformed it. And that's what I want you to think about doing with all of the things that you feel like you've quote unquote failed at. Think about being resilient in your attitude, which is a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset, right? It's not about never falling down. It's about hopping back up and getting back up. Okay, so I hope that today's episode has helped you start to shift your mindset around failing, starting to help you think about failure in a way that is much more empowering and as this tool, this necessary thing that you need to help move you forward. Because within those fails is some answers, some answers for how you can move forward. And that is so awesome, so valuable. None of it has to mean anything about you. Failure is just gonna be the way forward. So I wanna encourage you to feel a lot more of it, process it, (laughs) and get back up, figure out what you learned and what you want to do differently, and move forward. All right? I hope this helps. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I'll see you over on Instagram. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. One more thing, though, before you go. If you are loving the money and the mindset and the manifestation stuff that I share with you here on the podcast, then you've got to get on my email list because I share even more there. And you are front row, first dibs on all of the good stuff that's going to be coming out for fall. So I've got a group coaching program, the ambitious and abundant group coaching program to be exact, that's coming out. And I've just got some great stuff coming up and I want you to be a part of it. So the link is in the show notes to hop on my email list and I will see you next week. I'll see you in the inbox. I'll talk to you later. Bye.